I buried a wolf today. Last night's lightning downed the pin oak by the ditch, and the wolf must not have known to move in time. He was still lying there this morning, a reddish rug under the toppled trunk, grimacing with meat-tearing teeth. It's remarkably bad luck that he sheltered under the one tree felled by the storm. Perhaps he passed at the exact moment it hit the ground, but the odds of that seem even slimmer. I paused on my morning walk, bending to stroke his head, bony under the damp fur. Deciding where to wait it out is dangerous sometimes. I buried him on the old place where the stick barn used to stand. It collapsed into the ground years ago, and there's not a trace of the tar-papered barn, not a plank of sash-sawn wood. Without a trace, that's not true. A circle of dirt sits between the field and the woods as though swept clean. No grass grows in this spot. It's as barren as the devil's tramping ground. The barn is gone, but the mind knows something was here. The burial was hard work. I had to ferry the wolf across the yard in a wheelbarrow and heave him onto the tarp in the truck bed. His grave is not deep, but it took all morning to dig. A strange first act as a farm owner. But I didn't want the body to attract all manner of scavengers. Besides, soon it would start to smell. After the burial, I walked the length of my family's land. It's mine now. But locals know that's only because my brother Garland died a year ago, and my parents finished themselves off in an accident this summer. It wasn't their fault, but I wonder if they didn't feel a flash of relief in that final moment before the collision. I don't know the odds of your entire family dying within a year. Maybe they're similar to those of sheltering under a doomed tree during a lightning storm. Four Corners, it's called. The farm is a hundred acres square, with fields of corn, soybeans, and tobacco, surrounded by pine woods on three sides. For twenty years, I've flown in for a day or two every six months, and then torn back to New York as though chased by the devil. There are plenty of devils here, linking hands with history's ghosts. Some are harder to recognize than others— it's no wonder, my mother used to say, when Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Once the wolf's bones are bare, I will dig him up and save his skull. I want to remember how light skulls can be. When I was a child, I kept a blue rabbit foot in my pocket. They were considered good luck charms, not gruesome souvenirs, but a talisman to keep evil away as we played in the dark. Starlight, star bright, I hope to see a ghost tonight, we sang as we ran on the cool black grass. Little did we know, one was already among us. The skull is something to keep as a reminder, out in the open, not hidden away like my parents, who are currently resting in a shoebox under their own bed. They hate a display of any kind. Wolves are private too, but I'm sure I saw this one last night. I was on the porch drinking tea and listening to Agritalk Radio, my new Live Like a Local project. It was just before dark when the wind picked up and the rain broke. Drops pocked the garden. Then a rain wall pushed across the field toward the house. Lightning streaked the sky, and in a split second of illumination, I glimpsed the wolf through a clearing in the trees. The reddish fur made me think it was a coyote, though it's unusual to see them so near the house, as they too like to remain unseen. 
Maybe I was already spooked then, watching the storm, feeling how, for the first time, I was alone here, the nearest neighbor a quarter mile away. I'm being watched. The hair rippled up my arms, and I chastised myself for feeling unnerved. Starlight, starbright, I hope to see a ghost tonight. The words came unwanted, unbidden, as the past pushed toward me like the rain wall. In the distance, lightning touched its electric branches to the trees below, and I went inside for candles and a flashlight in case the power went out. It was then that I heard the noise in the attic. I told myself squirrels had gotten in, but it wasn't that sort of sound. And today, I have buried a wolf, but I have not been up to the attic. I become immobile every time I think of climbing those narrow wooden stairs.